Welcome to Wide Eye, a personal publishing podcast. Publishing is subjective, and we've heard it all before, so let's own it. My name is Quinton Lee, debut author, published poet, fiction editor, and anthology curator. I won't be the one to tell you what to do, but I can definitely tell you all about my experiences and why I make certain choices when it comes to publishing a book. A couple days ago, I got a message from author ZV Capel on Instagram, also known as ZV. Um, they're a gothic fantasy author who wanted to know about author blurbs, because I'd mentioned that in one of my previous episodes. And author blurbs are short promotional descriptions, typically written by another author, about a book that is going to be published. So if you'll tell me how it ends my debut novel, my blurb for the cover was by SJ Whitby because they are a fellow uh, queer author of speculative fiction, or author of queer speculative fiction is more what I was trying to say, because I write queer speculative fiction as well. And yeah, let's just go over it, like, you know, kind of my tips and processes or ideas around how you would um, also secure author blurbs for your upcoming release, because they can be used um, to, I suppose, attract audiences, to have a credible, like, show a credible opinion about your novel. Um, it's just great to network with other writers and be able to have a, like, a, a loop of exchange. So you may blurb for someone else and then someone maybe blurb for you and you guys get to all support each other and then promote each other's books. And I can speak about um, blurbing for other people too after I speak about you requesting blurbs from others. So I'll just bring up um, my notes for this and I can go through it. Alright, so for me, I can offer three kinds of experiences or methods when it comes to blurb requests. The first one, and the easiest one I'd say, is when you make friends with other authors and when it comes time to request blurbs, if you're friends with them, you can just reach out to your friends who write similar genres or topics to you and ask if they want to write a blurb uh, or you can say a couple lines about your novel to put on your cover, inside your book or just for marketing purposes online like um, you know, a newsletter or a social media post. It can be as simple as, you know, hey friends, um, I was wondering for my book, which hopefully they'd know about <laughs> that you're publishing, you know, since you write, um, you know, as, as my own example, speculative, speculative fiction with queer characters, would you be able to blurb my novel, which is very similar? Um, here is the timeline of when I'd like it by. Ideally, give them like a few months or so. Um, just a couple lines and, I, you know, I'd really appreciate it. And it could be as simple as that. If they have the time for it, they can go ahead and do it. If they don't, then that's alright too. Um, manage your expectations. Not everyone is going to be able to um, blurb for you. But... Of course, if you're already friends with someone, it can make it much easier to make that connection in, you know, for them to write a blurb for you. The second way is if you aren't quite acquainted with someone, but you have interacted with them before. Maybe you've interacted them with them on social media, um, maybe on Discord if you know each other on Discord. Um, and you can do a very similar thing with what you did with your friends. Like for your friends, you probably wouldn't email them about it. You probably message them. For the second way, if you're not quite acquainted, you'd either message them if they seem, or I guess if they have their DMs open, or if they're, like, if you have a more direct contact with them, like on Discord, and you can ping them and ask them if you can message them. 
then you can do that. Um, some people also prefer emails. It can be really hard to know what they prefer unless they have a guideline about requesting blurbs on their website, in which that is a note as well. You can uh, research a bit about this author on their website or on their social media if they have a section about requesting blurbs. Some authors may say they are open to it and you can email them about it or you can message them or they may say they're not open to blurb requests. Though there are many, many authors out there who also don't have those guidelines because I guess simply it can be hard to assume that people would be looking for that information. So if you want to play it safe, it can be good to email, but if you are a bit more comfortable with it, you can also try messaging. In this message, you can do a very, very similar spiel, except they may not have the same context and you probably will be extra polite because they are not your friend. So you um, introduce yourself, um, a bit, con bit of context, you know, that you're trying to request a blurb for a novel that you're right that you're not writing because you may have already written it, um, ideally you have, and you're in the process of publishing it, you would introduce kind of a reason why you'd want them to blurb, very similarly to what we've already talked about. You know, I really, like you could say, I really admire your work and how we both write about queer speculative fiction. I can resonate with the themes of your books a lot and, you know, they're some of my favourite books. It'd be really cool if you'd be able to endorse my book by providing a like one or two lines of a blurb. I have an arc ready, a digital arc ready, and um, you know, a deadline I'd like to set is this date. I can be flexible, but um, I've set this date because it is, you know, a couple months before my release, so it's the ideal time to start, you know, putting blurbs out there or putting it on my cover, etc. And then you say, you know, of course, um, you like only if you have time, and thank you f um, for reading and, you know, just signing it off. But that's generally what you know. I probably say in that situation, um, nice and polite, and um, don't be afraid to include your reasoning. You don't need to pander to them. You don't need to like patronize them or anything. Like you can be genuine. Like if you, even if they're not your favorite author, there must be a reason why you're trying to reach out to them as well. So you can take some time to think about that. The third one is for someone who is a bit more established. You may not interact with very much or is a traditional author, because um, for me I'm an independent author and I kind of expect a lot of my audience to be independent authors as well. And so you may consider reaching out to a traditional author because, you know, for very similar reasons. They have a book that's very similar, you admire their writing style, they, you know, have credibility behind their name. Um, in this sense, you would always try to find a way to email them, I believe, because you know, if they're a bit more established, they're a bit more professional in their processes, they may have emails, which are a better way of tracking communications, rather than DMs, because, you know, everyone's probably DMing them for different things. Or you can assume so, because you want to give yourself the best chance of, you know, your email being seen at least. Uh, in this situation, I have emailed a traditional author before, uh, Travis Baldry, the author of Legends and Lattes. He was previously independently published before he got picked up by a tour, and now he's considered a tread author. At the same time, he's an, uh, an audiobook narrator, which means he's rather popular as well, and in a similar sense may not respond to DMs because of, you know, he has his own fan base as well in, in places outside of his very successful cozy fantasy novel. So I can read out my email um, as an example of, um, 
I guess, how you may want to approach emailing a traditional author as well. So in the subject, I wrote introduction and blurb request. I would include blurb request in the subject because it helps set expectations for what the um, email is about. If you want, you could also include like blurb request for young adult fantasy novel or something that like gives a bit more of a summary. I wouldn't say my subject line is perfect, but it's what I went with. And I can note in a similar sense as well to the previous example in, in, in scenario number two, if they have blurb guidelines, try to check them out. In this case, Travis didn't, but on his website, he does have an email where we can contact him through and it isn't like exclusive to anything like publicity or like publishing related things. It's just a way to contact him. So I wrote, hello, Travis. My name is Quinton, though you can call me Quinn. I'm a huge fan of your novel, Legends and Lattes. Absolutely, absolutely fell for the premise as a cafe lover and D&D player. And it truly delivers as you can sink your teeth right into the story and fall for the characters and community building. Since finding you, I've also grown interested in audiobooks as I've heard so much praise about your work. Plus, your indie publishing journey was completely inspiring, and I read your Medium blog about it too. So for that first paragraph, it provides a bit of context about um, how I know him, in a sense, or like, I guess, provides a bit of a way of why I'm reaching out to him and how he's kind of, you know, a great inspiration to me as well, and um, he's a really cool person. Then, in my second paragraph, I wrote, Though apart from being a fan, I am a queer non-binary author, debuting in April with my fantasy novel, Tell Me How It Ends. I picture it as a coming-of-age fantasy reimagining sorry, fantasy reimagining of Tangled with a Queer Cast, which is Antara Cards, in which a sheltered lesbian tarot reader is commissioned by an arrow ace non-binary thief to rescue a witch. Incidentally, I also describe it as perfect for fans of Legends and Lattes, and our flag means death. You can also find it on Goodreads here for a better idea. And I linked that last line about Goodreads to the Goodreads page for Tell Me How It Ends to show a bit more, uh, I guess, evidence behind the book existing and for him to find out more about the book. Uh, I guess, in a sense, putting a face to a name in terms of a book because um, it's more than me telling him about it. It has a presence as well that he can refer to. Um, I emailed him in January for this for a publication in April. So that's about two and a bit months. I could have done it earlier. It probably is ideal if you try to do it earlier than two or two, or two and a half months. So then you can give um, the author enough time to read the book and provide uh, a blurb because you may want to assume as well that this person may have a lot of blurb requests already. I've also written that my ARC readers have described it as a wild adventure that will steal your heart and give it back full of love, a whimsical magical book filled with adventure, lovable characters and diverse rep, and Sometimes you stumble upon books that just feel like going home. Tell me how it ends was like that for me. It's a perfect mix between cozy fantasy and heist fantasy. And this paragraph serves to provide more context about my book and how it may relate um, to his novel as well. Alright, and then I wrote... I think you might like Tell Me How It Ends since we both write cozy fantasy, vivid friendships and found family, unique strong female protagonists, and worlds you can run to for comfort and return with happiness and wanting more. So providing uh, a stronger link between themes of both books. Then I wrote the actual request. I'm wondering if you might have time in your schedule to take a look at my book. If you feel you can give my book your rep uh, recommendation, I'd love to include it in my marketing efforts and potentially on my cover. 
I can send you a digital review copy ASAP and a final printed paperback once release comes around. So in these couple of paragraphs, I provide a bit more context around my request, um, what I want to use it for, and kind of a process of how I want to go about it. Then I say, I wouldn't want to set a hard deadline as you would be offering your time, so I would like to finalise all files by mid-March. You can always let me know if you need more time. Like as I said before, you can set a deadline but also show some flexibility. And then as a closing, I wrote, thanks so much for your consideration. It would be a true thrill and honour if you could um, endorse my book. Sincerely, Quentin Lee. And that was my email to Travis. And I sent it out on the 16th of uh, January. He actually replied the next day and um, it was really polite and really nice. He was like, thanks for emailing me. He's really flattered. I won't say the exact things for the sake of his privacy, but essentially he unfortunately was very busy and also had gotten a lot of blurb requests as well. Um, so he would, wouldn't be able to make time for my one, which is completely understandable and very respectable of him to be transparent and also reply in such a timely manner. And then I just replied to him back, um, thanking him for his time um, and, and with understanding. And, you know, while I didn't get a blurb from a traditional author in that sense, it's still a bound to get a reply that is understanding and um, shows that he saw my request as a professional request and something to um, reply appropriately about. And Travis is also just a great guy in general. But in your situation, you may have a few traditional authors on your list who may be open to blur requests or are maybe unclear about if they are or not, if they don't have it on the website. And you can send an email like that to them, um, personalize it, um, be genuine and be polite, professional. And who knows, maybe they will have the time. I can, like another example for like this first scenario, sorry, um, that I can give is my friend Amy. Uh, Amy Donnellan, who was debuting very soon with The Chase Begins. Um, in a very funny way, she had um, actually responded to like a Twitter prompt about who they would want to blurb their novel if they could. I believe she mentioned Kaylee Smith. Let me double check that. Yes, Kaylee Smith, author of A Ruinous Fate. Yes, that was correct. She responded to a QA talk um, prompt saying, I really want to ask Kaylee Smith who did A Realness Fate, but I'm nervous. And then Kaylee had responded to Amy's tweet saying, stop, a friend of mine just sent me this and hi, hello. And they were able to get connected. Um, from there, I don't know for sure if Kaylee was able to make the availability for it, but it, it also goes to show that some authors are just really open to hearing these things. And, you know, most authors would be excited to have a blur requested from them, I suppose. Like, for me, I've blurbed um, Of Nights and Falling in Love in Books, I believe, or I think it's a different order. Um, sorry, reader, let me just find your title so I can actually quote it correctly. Yes, okay. Uh, of Nights and Books and Falling in Love, there we go. I had blurbed... Um, that novel as well and I can actually find what I wrote for that if I just scroll down this feed and find out. There we go. And I, my blurb was, Of Nights and Books and Falling in Love is a tale of wit and sentiment that rivals all cosy fantasies. Basically a short sharp sentence that um, describes the novel. And uh, I believe the connection there was that um, 
this novel is a cozy fantasy and then I can still tell me how it ends a cozy fantasy as well. I had also blurbed for, let's find, Olive J. Kelly, who was coming out with Junker 7 on June 13th. I had blurbed the novel as well and I can find what I said about it. So I wrote, Junker 7 is a hopeful mission across the galaxy that sees laid and visible queer characters prevailing over life-threatening hardships while finding love in the stars. I really wanted to um, encapsulate the sci-fi aspect and um, kind of the, a, a vague summary of like what the actual novel is about. So it is a bit of a, like a road trip kind of vibe with a lot of queer characters, which is really awesome. Um... And in these situations, um, these authors were able to get in touch with me, and I'm also like just in their network as well. I like making friends with indie authors. If an indie author, you know, I don't know how to say it, like appears, like if they decide to indie go indie, then I'm really excited to be friends with them because they're in a similar, um, I guess, path as me. For Ollie, they had tweeted in response to a different prompt about um, an author they would have wanted to request a blurb from and I said you know that's I'm completely open to that that's really awesome like DM me and I'd be happy to make time to read your book and I really enjoyed reading Junker 7 as well and then with Rita um they had reached out to me as well and if I can find where they yeah so how Rita said it was you know I'm looking for blurbs from fellow indie authors for the upcoming slice of life fantasy um and wondering if I could write a sentence or two, like a blurb, just like what I said earlier with examples of what you can say, understand if you can't, um, and then I was like, sure, I'm completely happy to do that, because, you know, I had the time, I could read, I could blurb, and with both books, I just read them on my commute to, like, uni and stuff, or when I was, like, going out, and, yeah, I was able to make some time and write some blurbs, I gave some examples of my blurbs, that, so maybe if you get a blurb request, you may have a bit of an understanding of how to go about it, um, in these situations, I gave them like a couple variations, so like two or three different ones, so they can choose which one they liked better. Um, but yeah, and for me, I don't have this, but if you want, on your website. Um, if you don't have a website, I would recommend <laughs> setting up a website because it establishes your author presence online in a place that's more stable than social media and a bit more of a, like a catch-all. You can have a section in your about or contacts page um, as an author, saying your status about blur requests, you can say you're open to them or close to them, how to go about them, and yeah, like, at least for me as an author, I get really excited about it, because it's really cool if an author sees me as someone who's credible enough to give them a blurb. So, yeah, that is a run-through of different scenarios you can go through, how you would go about requesting a blurb, what they are, what they can be used for, um, examples of blurbs that I have given and how I was reached out for that. And if you, of course, have any other questions, just like um, ZV did or Zoe did, I am so happy to like get DMs or messages, you know, for any questions or topics you'd want to hear about on the podcast. I believe a future episode upcoming that Zoe also requested was um, talking about how to, uh, or like connecting with other authors or other people in the industry, like the indie publishing industry or just the, in the book industry in general. 
doesn't have to be like the super professionals but just making awful friends because that is a key aspect to feeling community and feeling welcome and doing your best um in what you love doing so i'm not sure if it will be the next one but i will be making plans for that one and if you ever want to contact me you can find me on twitter at it's quinn lee or on instagram at quinton lee editorial i'm also on discord at quinn though i believe i'm only open to friends of friends or if you're on the same server but you know if you want me to add you on discord you can also just message me your discord handle as well because i love messaging on discord it's the platform I'm most active on. You can also find my website, um, www or without the www.quintonlee.com. My contact page is on there as well. And yeah, thank you so much for listening and hopefully this has helped you.